Welcome to The Dread World, where we talk about contemporary issues facing dreadheads. Disclaimer. All information provided is solely based on my experience having locks. I am not a loctician, nor a locologist, nor any professional for that matter. Just another lock lover, passionate about locks. You're listening to The Loctimistic. The everything how has your day been how has your week been how have you been i do hope that you're having a lovely day today and that you are keeping safe and taking care of yourself because if you don't who will how have i been i have been good i have been awesome i have been great i have been amazing i have been all the good things all the adjectives you can think of that are awesome and great that has been me I haven't really been up too much, honestly speaking. It's just been a cycle, a never-ending cycle. And yay me! I'm just living life, waiting for Fridays. Okay, Thursdays, duh, because of the optimistic. And Fridays because it's the weekend, baby. So yeah, it's just an endless cycle. But yeah, I'm trying to live through it and not just survive it and not look back and just be filled with so much regret. I actually decided to spend um, more resources. And by resources, I mean money and time and efforts um, on memories and experiences. Because time and energy and money and everything spent on experiences and memories is never wasted and it is just so worth it and that is what i believe and so i am doing exactly just that aside from that <laughs> i realized uh like i think maybe one two days ago that i actually forgot my locaversary i mean who does that who forgets their locaversary who and do you know what reminded me snapchat stories i thank god for snapchat stories i love snapchat stories they was like flashback one year ago flashback on 24th feb three years ago today so nice it's kind of like google google photos also does kind of the same thing but it's not that it's better because you have you even have filter flashbacks or you know monthly summaries or stuff monthly snap summaries you know so i was just browsing through my snapchat flashbacks and they were like three years ago today and you know what i noticed is that in that picture i had my you know you know you know when you start your locks <laughs> and you look kind of funny so you never like let them go so you know for me i never used to like leave hanging hairstyles by hanging i mean you know hairstyles where my hair is falling down or laying down rather i used to you know do some kind of braid I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, you know how you style your locks after retwisting? But now the kind of styling where it looks like a line instead of, you know, it's falling down your face or even hanging like ponytails or something, you know, just just a big line or stuff. It's just all connected such that there is no hanging hair basically. That, is, that was like my coping mechanism because men... That stage is about road hall. That is the stage where you have to be the most patient, the most, you know, just have to love yourself through that stage because if you don't, who will? 
And you know what? I think because I transitioned from a loose natural to a locked natural, moving from having my loose natural falling down my shoulders, my back, and, you know, going from that to this, I was like, what the hell did I get myself into? Did I just move to this other side to look this bad? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't look bad, but you don't look your best, you know. So I was saying, in that picture, I had those kinds of hairstyles. And you know, when you just look at that hairstyle, you know why you had it. I'm like... This is when I started. This is like when I was like one month into my lock journey. Like literally, you know, not even like. I was literally one month into my lock journey. No, I wasn't even one month yet. Because when I started my locks initially, you know, I was very thorough in looking for the perfect loctician to start me off. And I ended up finding this guy who at that time he had pierced his hand with something. I don't know. <laughs> I think I should just vent about that as well. I can just let it so this guy i had booked an appointment right and i was so eager because i was like this is something that if i don't start today i will just maybe back out of it so i was like it has to happen today and that day was a sunday and he, he was available but since I, he came so late like we were supposed to start at around I, I don't know maybe 10 but he ended up coming in the afternoon and then when he came his hand was swollen so he was literally one-handed that day and he was like um he's from doing something and then he pierced himself and his hand swelled so now he, he was extremely extremely and excruciatingly slow i think i spent like eight hours just getting locked and you know how when you're starting off that's where the partitions are being made the partings and everything and you know it's it's just it takes longer so i think that kind of contributed to my first like that first month me not looking my best because then after that i looked for another location like and then i found this other woman who was awesome and she was my loctician till i decided to start doing my own locks i would definitely recommend her any day just that i decided to do them myself but if i was legit not doing them myself i would definitely still be going to her maybe that's why they were not looking as good but (laughs) i remember that i actually got locked on february the second and the plan was to do something nice for my lock anniversary but you know i even remember i couldn't even remember it and you know how when it comes to like couple anniversaries at least one person remembers now if i don't remember who the hell is supposed to remember it for me oh yeah snapchat <laughs> thanks a lot snapchat okay if it were not for you i would have absolutely forgotten so yeah i did forget my lock anniversary i still have not done anything i should do something i don't even know what i'm going to do for my lock anniversary if you celebrate your lock anniversary what do you even do for a lock anniversary because you know you're celebrating your lock journey yeah i don't know what do people do for that? How do you celebrate a lock of a Like in the right way. You guys, I need to know. Do you celebrate your lock of a How am I supposed to celebrate my lock of a I don't think I have ever celebrated my lock of a I think maybe in that, you know, just acknowledging it like today is my lock of a Whoop, whoop. You know, such kind of thing. But I would definitely love to hear from you guys. Aside from that, last week we did talk about Okiwa. It wasn't even last week. <laughs> and that is all my fault. Anyway, so on our last episode, we did talk about the discoloring of locks, where our locks just discolor and they just end up losing their their original color, the original natural hair color of your locks. Now, if you definitely have brown hair naturally, then I don't think that will happen to you. Or even if it will happen, it won't be as noticeable as someone who started off with black hair. So now a question that I did have was if, you know, Every time I say out loud, the reason why my locks are discoloring, they are becoming browner with time is because of the sun. It just becomes so hard to believe it. Such that whoever I'm telling, I can totally understand if you don't believe me because when I hear myself out loud, I don't believe myself. (laughs) 
So because of that reason, I wanted to find out, I have this one question. If this is really true, then why don't lose naturals experience the same thing? Is it that only dreadheads are exposed to the sun? Huh? Is it that the sun only just looks for locks and, you know, just bleaches them specifically? Why don't lose naturals experience the same? And I went into a deep dive and I found my answer. So the reason why this is so is because... Loose naturals actually do experience the same thing. It is just that for loose naturals, their strands are individual. None of their strands are bunched up together like our strands. Our strands are bunched up together to form locks. So because their strands are spread out and because, you know, they comb their hair, they don't lay their hair the same way, different strands get hit or get exposed to the sun at different times and because of this then the browning is much slower definitely number one the browning is less noticeable and for them it looks more like highlights you know compared to for us because for us it is that same lock that is exposed every single time. The strands that are inside the lock are not exposed. And you see, if you were to, say, comb out your lock, you would actually find this out to be true. Because one thing I realized, since I decided to be curling my locks more often, that, you know, when I curl my locks, I sometimes, like, put a middle parting or, you know, it's mostly the locks that are in the front center of my head that are exposed to the sun the most. So you see, the lock that is at the corner of my, like, at the corner of my ear, you know, just where the ear starts, that one. It's not as exposed as the one that is like in the middle of my head at the center, you know. So I realized that when I compare the color of these two locks, the one at the corner of my ear is actually much darker. It is blacker. Like it is actually black compared to the one at the middle of my head where the sun is like hitting me directly and most exposed to when, especially when I style my hair like that and I have been styling my hair like that often. So you see, even the kind of styles you put your locks into it affects how your locks will brown. You can find that if you're more into the side kind of style, you'll notice that the side that you exposed to the sun and the side that you hide from the sun, there's one side that is discoloring faster than the other. And that I have experienced myself. I have experimented on myself. And so this is why for loose naturals, it is just less noticeable. And this just goes to prove that the theory that the sun is bleaching or rather lightening our locks is just true. It is no longer a theory. It is a fact. And uh, if you disagree, well, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, no need to freak out. It's just the sun, you know, and you don't have any like sunscreen for our locks. So, you know, we just have to live life the way it is. If you would rather dye your locks, you know, you should just go ahead and do it. This life is just too damn short. I personally believe that dyes are not good for you. Dyes dry out your locks like a moral, if you know what I mean. You will try to bring moisture into your locks, but they will just keep drying out every single time. Such is the way of life. Yeah, there's also the risk of color damage, which is like a given, especially if you go and bleach your locks and then you dye this colors for dyeing black since dyeing black does not involve bleach you'll find that if you just dye your locks black you will not experience any color damage but your locks will still be drying out but if you dye your locks another color with which you will have to experience the whole bleaching process then you will definitely experience color damage it is like it's just waiting for you it's a given you don't even have to ask. It's going to happen. So, you know, you just choose your poison and you move. Everything is poisonous anyway. At the end of the day, we'll all die. So, yeah. For today, however, I wanted us to talk about something different. Let's talk about shampoos, okay? 
what kind of shampoo do you use for your locks? If you wash your own locks, that is. If you do not, if you go to a loctician, if you go to a stylist who, you know, just does everything for you, do you care what kind of shampoo you use? Do you even bother? Have you ever even thought about that? Now, if you know me, if you are a listener, welcome back. <laughs> you know that I am the biggest advocate for clarifying shampoos, right? Do you use a clarifying shampoo? Do you even know what a clarifying shampoo is? Well, I don't worry. A clarifying shampoo is basically a shampoo that goes in there, gets all the dirt out, and it, it itself gets out. It does not leave any buildup whatsoever. Whatever product you put in your locks... It just goes in there. It gets all of that out while in itself making sure that it itself gets rinsed out properly. Sometimes you find that your locks have quite some buildup. And, you know, sometimes it's not even because of the product you're using, but just because of the shampoo. Because our locks are bundled up here. You, The same shampoo that Loose Naturals use is definitely not 100% recommended for dried heads because of the sole reason that our hair is not the same. You can comb through Loose Natural hair, but you cannot comb through locks unless you are combing out. And then that way you are detangling, which means that you are unlocking. So for this reason, I do not believe that just any and every shampoo out there can be used on your locks. I know some of you might decide to differ with me, but you know, you have a right to your own opinion and that's okay. So if you really do, maybe you have experienced some form of buildup or maybe you're just looking to grow healthy locks or you're just looking to, you know, do everything yourself or whatever. or just want to take good care of your locks. Clarifying shampoos are the ones you want to look for. Trust me on that. Now, how do you even know a shampoo is clarifying? There are so many brands of clarifying shampoos out there. Now, it just depends with what is available in your region. And aside from that, there are also so many brands that claim to be clarifying, but are not. So they're basically just lying. And yeah, people lie a lot. So they just want to sell. They don't care that they're lying to you that this is clarifying and it's not. So what you want to look for is you want to look for some key ingredients that make a shampoo clarifying. If these ingredients are not in your clarifying shampoo, then that is not a clarifying shampoo, basically. So no matter how much complex scientific terms they use on the ingredients, you want to read that ingredient section. It's there for a reason. At least it's there. Some products don't actually even put it there, like that ingredients part and it becomes a bit suspicious but some people don't even care because even when it's put there they don't even read it anyway but if you want to like be 100% sure that shampoo is clarifying there are some key ingredients to look for in a clarifying shampoo one of the key ingredients is olefin sulfate now if you would like to know some of the other ingredients that can be there because olefin sulfate is not like the only one nor is it like you know the other substitutes to it you can go on my instagram page at the underscore optimistic i have listed them out there you know another thing is the spelling you need to check out for the spelling and stuff and there are quite some technical terms there so yeah you can go check out um on one of my highlights i have clearly stated down the key ingredients in clarifying shampoos if any of those ingredients are in your shampoo then have no fear your shampoo is clarifying they are not lying to you okay so yeah, do go check that out at the underscore optimistic. You will find it there, one of my highlights. Check that out if you are interested, which you should be. <laughs> I'm not judging you though, but you should be interested. The reason why I decided to talk about this for this episode is because when I was washing my locks, so I have this brand of clarifying shampoo that I really love to bits and pieces. I actually love it. And clarifying shampoos are damn expensive. Like they're not that expensive, but they are expensive. Like, okay, expensive is relative. I mean, it depends how much money do you have in your pocket. For me, it's, it's expensive. Like, okay, it's not like expensive, expensive. 
Okay. When I think about it like this, when I buy the bottle of shampoo, it lasts me like six months. And, you know, if I think about this amount of money lasting me for six months, it's not, it's not even, it's actually cheap. But for like an initial buy, it's like, it can cost like quite a dent in your pocket. Now, my favorite brand of clarifying shampoo just finished. So, and I had to wash my locks and I had not gotten around to buy it like another one. So I had to use this other shampoo that I had used before I found my true love. So the brand of shampoo that I was using before I found my true love when it comes to shampoos was still alive. Like I didn't get around to finish that bottle. I just found my true love and I just shifted. So it's like falling back on your ex. So I had to fall back on my ex uh, because I did not have a so i did so this time when i was washing my locks again the last time i washed my locks was the second time me washing my locks with my ex that's just what i'll call that brand of shampoo because i don't want to just label names for the reason um that i do not want to you know this is just a preference it's just a personal preference that i prefer this brand to this one but i don't want to you know be for or against any other brand but if you would definitely like to know which is my preferred clarifying shampoo you can definitely ask me personally i am here for it i will definitely tell you you just you if you want to know uh yeah but if you do not that's fine it's fine it's okay so this was my second time washing my locks with my ex. Now, uh, another thing that I did discover while I was washing my locks this time was that it is so much better to wash your locks in a, like a laundry sink or even the, in, the, the inflatable sink that you can buy rather than in the shower. Now, this is just another discovery that I have made and another personal preference again for the sole reason that you can actually see what kind of water is coming from your locks. And that way you're able to know if you have one rinsed it out well, just how filthy your locks are and you know if you need another wash if you need another rinse you know rather than in the shower you know one thing i have discovered is that whenever i wash my locks in the shower yes i do end up using a lot of water and just because i use a lot of water i just automatically assume that now my locks are clean i wring them out and definitely the water that comes out then is automatically clean but if you wash your locks in a sink you're able to even soak them in and you know when you soak them in and you scrub them like real nice you're able to actually really see what kind of water is coming from your locks and you're able to see if your locks have rinsed out properly if they're now clean you know so yeah so this time i did wash my locks in a sink and i did not even like put any shampoo in i just first started with water you know lathering like you know just wetting it so that it can lather better because definitely my locks have dirt they have oils so definitely the first lather is not going to be as lathery so first i just wanted to wet it and the water that was coming out had foam it was soapy it's like i have kind of shampooed it but i have not and this just taught me that the last time i washed my locks not only in a shower but using that my ex the shampoo did not rinse out well now do i just credit this to the sole reason that i washed it in a shower no i definitely also credit this to that shampoo and that is when it hit me that this shampoo is not actually clarifying yes i did check out the ingredients I didn't see most of them. I didn't see all of them. But, um, you know, it had written on the label, no sulfates, no parabens. And nowadays, so many shampoo bottles have that written on the label. But I have come to realize that that is not enough. You need to get in the ingredient section and find out what really is in here. And despite your technical scientific terms, I still am going to Google what the hell you mean by triethylamine sulfates. I want to know. I need to know. I deserve to know what is going in my locks. And you deserve to know what is going in your locks too. If you have a loctician who does your locks, who, you know, does everything for you, you can always ask. 
It is your right. They are your locks. If something goes wrong, it is your head that is carrying around those locks. If they get messed up, it's your locks that are messed up. I don't know if you love your locks as much as I do, but these are my babies. I have to take care of them. And if I don't, who will? So I, I, I was shook when I saw the water that was coming out from my locks. And I have not even started. I was just a bit shook. And that is when I decided I'm not going to use this shampoo again. And that is when I decided to talk about shampoos. So because I had used them once, they didn't necessarily like cause buildup in my locks. But that, that was enough to scare me. <laughs> that was enough. Maybe maybe that shampoo would definitely be nice for a loose natural somewhere. But not for me. Not not for me. And redhead me. They did not cause buildup. But you know, I can't say that using it over time does not cause buildup. Because I only used it once. Okay, now twice. Because <laughs> even after I found that I did not have a choice. Because I still do not have... My other shampoo, you feel me? Now, this is an incentive for me to get my dream shampoo. Yeah, it is definitely an incentive because cheaper is not always better. It is never better, you know, unless it's just you have gotten a good deal, you have gotten a discount or whatever. But cheaper isn't always better. Sometimes cheap is expensive in the long run. And I don't know what would have happened to my locks if I would have continued using that shampoo for the long run. Maybe I would have had that build up because if this shampoo is not rinsing well over time, then definitely it will cause build up. And this, ah, uh, no. I don't need that in my life. Uh, I think I have enough stresses. I cannot stress about my locks. May. So yeah, shampoos. You need a clarifying shampoo in your life. Trust me on this. Clarifying shampoos just make life so much easier. Even when you think about washing your own locks, you get some level of confidence. When I was still going to a loctician, she used to make me feel like, I, okay, I didn't like this part, but she used to make me feel like, I can't do anything for myself because if I do it wrong, then I'm fucking up my locks. And then she's going to be like all up in my case. You see, see what you did. This is all your fault. If your locks turn out bad, it's because you did this, you know. So it's going to be all my fault because I went ahead and washed my own locks at home. Instead of going to her and her washing my own locks. And I can't even see if my locks are like 100% clean and she's washing them. Now, I'm not saying they were not, but I'm just thinking out loud here. You see, a clarifying shampoo gives you the confidence that even when you wash your own locks and maybe you go to your loctician to just go for the retwist, you don't feel like you have done something something wrong and you can actually defend yourself that no this is not me i took care of my locks i went ahead looked for a clarifying shampoo and yeah this is you you must have done something <laughs> you know it's just a blame game but no that's not the point the point isn't to get into a whole blame game with your loctician or anything the point is for your locks to just be as healthy as possible the healthiest they rather like that they can be so just a few things that I learned from this experience. This very horrifying experience. First of all is just don't trust everything that is written on these bottles. Don't trust everything that is said on the advertisements. Because these people are only in it for themselves. Unless you know it's a brand that you really trust and you feel like they have never wronged you. And yeah. But aside from that, if it's a new brand, don't just go trusting them blindly. You cannot. These people lie. They are liars. They're professional liars. They will go in there. They will just give you sweet words and many words and confusing words to just keep you from reading them or just discourage you or just feed you lies and sugarcoat the truth when in reality th those shampoos are just not doing nothing for you experimenting is key it is okay it is recommended you need to try new things because if you don't try new things how will you know that this thing actually works for you that you've actually been sitting on a gold mine this whole time now this only works as long as you don't end up fucking your locks for the long run <laughs> you know don't do something just in the name of experimenting and then you go and 
yeah, ruin your locks forever. And you have to maybe start over again or shave them or cut them or, you know, just go through some extreme change just to fix the mess you made. Just do tons of research before you go on experimenting too much. But yeah, experimenting is great. It is awesome and you should try it. Don't be scared. It's a bit scary, but uh, everything is scary. And um, another thing is as much as maybe, you know, like for me, <laughs> this shampoo was able to, you know, just be not clarifying right under my nose i know all the ingredients to look for but this one just still surpassed me you can tell if, if a shampoo is clarifying by how it washes out now if the ingredients are just still maybe not as conclusive as that this is a hundred percent a clarifying shampoo you can always test it out by using it <laughs> now i don't obviously recommend this like always because you know trying different shampoos you know fucking up your locks blah 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 but like for me this is when i eventually came to realize that this shampoo is actually not clarifying when i realized that it doesn't wash out as well and even this second time when i washed it in the sink you know the first time yes i washed it in the shower yes it didn't really come off completely but this second time i did wash it in a sink and i felt like it was just as hard to rinse it out. It was just as hard. And I feel like it, it didn't even rinse out completely. I was just like, ah, fuck this. I'm moving on with my life. And with my other shampoo, now my favorite brand of clarifying shampoo, I never even once felt like I had to struggle to rinse it out. Like I didn't. And even when I was washing the next time, I didn't experience it. I was so, I was so shook. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And I was like, crap. You know, it's just that this shampoo has like its own scent. So I was able to know that this is that other shampoo. This is the shampoo that I did not completely wash out last time because it, it was smelling like that shampoo. But aside from that, I could not even know what was going on. So you can actually tell by how it washes out. If it does not wash out completely, then this is definitely not a clarifying shampoo. It doesn't take rocket science for you to figure that out. So yeah, I had to learn my lesson the hard way. You do not. I am learning these lessons so that you don't have to. Now, if you are not diluting your shampoos, please dilute your shampoos. Please dilute your shampoos. It is just recommended. First of all, as an economist, it will last longer. I kid you not. For clarifying shampoos which are expensive as balls... <laughs> Diluting your shampoos will make them last longer, which will make you save money in the long run. Dilute your shampoos, they will last longer. Number two. Okay, don't be scared of diluting your shampoos that it, it won't lather as well. Trust me, it will still lather as well, if not even better. Because if your shampoo is legit, even a drop goes a long way. You don't need a lot of shampoo to lather. So if you dilute your shampoo, it'll still lather. Trust me. Now, number three. Diluting your shampoo helps because it prevents... Now, remember your putting this shampoo on your locks yes you can put it on your hand rub it out and then that's when you go in to your locks with your hands but still remember that your locks are mated hair now for matted hair you cannot like comb through and stuff like that so if you just go on directly putting concentrated shampoo in there rinsing it out will be like a lot of work even if it is clarifying it's just a lot of stress so just dilute your shampoos it is just recommended for locks that you dilute your shampoos because that way you are preventing buildup dilute shampoos if you are not already doing it you need dilute shampoos how do you dilute shampoos i mostly go in with i don't go in the ratio of one is to one i go in the ratio of two is to one two being water one being my shampoo do i i think i go like a quarter and three quarters because it's not half and half is it no it's never a half and half thing with me nah it's just always uh, okay i mostly eyeball it so i can't like give you accurate measurements with how i dilute my my lock shampoo but 
yeah, you can just wing it. You know, these things, experience teaches you. That's another thing. You will learn these things just by experience. You'll do it this time and then you'll learn that you have way too many locks for you to dilute your shampoo this much. So you'll just have to dilute it just a bit. So it just, it just basically depends with your locks. How filthy are they? How many are they? How much shampoo do you use initially per wash? Yeah, so all that. You just put it in an applicator bottle, shake, shake, shake. And voila, you have your diluted shampoo, which you can use just as you would normal, regular shampoo. So yeah, don't be scared of diluting your shampoo. You will thank me in the long run. And finally, you will not get it right the first time. And that is the way of life. You're not born perfect. You're not born knowing these things just automatically. You learn these things over time. I have learned so many things over time. Things learned by experience, you just never forget. They say it is better to learn from other people's experience. And that is why I'm here. That is what I am here for. So that you can learn through my experiences. So, yeah, I do hope that you take the time to read uh, shampoo bottles or whatever products you are buying for your locks. Uh, the ingredient section before you actually buy it or, you know, before you try something new on your locks. Just do a deep dive. That time that you are taking to, you know, just gather some extra information, it's going to save you a lot of time fixing problems that you could have avoided. Uh, yeah, I do hope that we do take the time to dilute our lock shampoos. It doesn't take that long to dilute it. It honestly does not. And yeah, let's just love on our locks. Let's remember our lock of Asaris and yeah, to living life with no regrets. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, yeah, that is it for today. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for sticking to the end of this episode because this is the end of it all. I appreciate you so much. I love you guys so hard because you have been here. You keep coming back for more. I appreciate you. I cannot, I cannot even thank you enough. Please do not forget to subscribe so that you can get notifications each and every time I upload. Check out my socials. Check out my TikTok. Check out my Instagram at the underscore optimistic. My TikTok is the Locktimistic mistake yeah check out my pinterest i do have some videos on my pinterest i am pretty sure i am diluting my lock shampoo on my pinterest so yeah you can also check that out i am also sure that my dream shampoo is posted somewhere on my pinterest so you can just stalk me on pinterest and you will find my dream shampoo without be mentioning any brand names also remember if you would like to be featured on my lock page you know it is all about celebrating lock journeys everywhere do dm me let me know you are interested and we can work something out yeah remember to stay safe Love on your locks, because if you don't, who will? It's keeping it real, it's keeping it true, to keeping it locked. Until next time, bye!